0: And experiences
1: I've ever had going to the movies. Now, I know some people found this movie fun, but me, I'd rather spend two hours having root canal work done.
2: It's uh, a terrible film from beginning to end. You know the theory of reincarnation where
0: the dues we made in this lifetime yes. may get to collect in another lifetime? For having seen this movie, I want months and months and months in a beautiful valley. Well, on a scale of one to ten, we give it a uh, Three. good
3: let's give it a one welcome 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 to bombs away a bad movie comedy podcast presents bargain bonanza yes this is the first inaugural bargain bonanza i am tyler Rowe. joining me here inside the cyber
1: studio as always is peyton bieber uh mcgibbons mcgibbons for once in your life can you get it right it's mcgibbons Jarrett seifert <laughs> For once, on can one. you get it
3: right? Anyway, that's not my name. I
1: know.
3: <laughs> it's the <it's laughs> way that it's, that one went.
1: It's from what will be our third movie, but me and my brother still quote it to each other to this day. And that movie is from the year 2000. So, like that song by um the,
2: jo- the Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking
1: about Mick Gibbons. Mick Gibbons. For once in your life, can you get it right? It's Mick Gibbons. He says it with such a beat that, like, it's so good.
3: <laughs> well you. you might be wondering what is Jarrett quoting here uh and what is going on you said not bombs away you said bargain bonanza yes this is bargain bonanza ladies and gentlemen uh the inaugural one as i mentioned this is our every fourth episode endeavor where we cover three films that's right count them three films all within a same general theme and this uh episode happens to be disney channel original movies um we've covered a dcom on here before um before they were called dcoms we've done um mr boogity and bride of boogity uh so it's not it's not anything that's like new to us but this format is so for those of you Obviously, who don't know how this format works, this is how it's going to go. We have three movies to cover. We're going to cover them in about 20 minutes. Uh, It's going to be pretty loose. It's going to be pretty casual, just riffing on these movies. We have a new rating system for these episodes specifically that we will explain at the time that that comes up. But honestly, that's that's it. It's going to be the same old song and dance that we typically do, but we're going to reserve this for movies that may not fit a hour and 15 long episode or a chunk of movies that there are too many to cover and it would take us like six years. If we covered every single one, this way we can kind of get them all in one lump sum and still have fun doing it and catching you guys up and making fun of the movies. Sound good. Sounds good to me. I, okay, good. I, know, I was
0: like,
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm calling We're back on here. you guys. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm, I'm sitting here already. So it's not now. like, yeah, there's yeah. no exits. Uh, going forward, so, seems
2: unsafe for a theater and no doors. That's Stop okay. Stop it! See, <laughs>
3: I was trying to quote Haunted Mansion, and I don't know why, but I had a brain fart. It's almost as if you know I don't have a Haunted Mansion tattoo on my arm. I should understand what I'm going to quote.
2: Yeah, when you call I do yourself it. a Disney fan? <laughs>
3: uh, well,
2: adult Disney.
3: Oh, shut up, <laughs> Disney millennials. <laughs> so. To uh, start us off, right off the bat, let's get into our first film for today, and that's going to be 1999's 13th year with an IMDb score of 6, a Rotten Tomatoes of 54%, directed by Dwayne Dunham, who is a Lucasfilm editor. He's worked on Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all that. It's... uh,
0: a doozy of a
3: film so let's (laughs) let's get into it um the 13th year is the harrowing story of a young man pretty (laughs) basically yes it's it's a puberty story it's a real fish out of water story
1: Uh... (laughs) um are some gay undertones as well. Oh, yeah. I I would say
3: overtones. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) kind of like how
1: X-Men is like, they don't want us to be special. If there was a de-specialing vaccine, I'd take it. I wouldn't take it. I love who I am. Like that kind of like X-Men obviously is 100% just a gay allegory. Especially when they (laughs)
3: give that guy... The like mutagen and he grows big wings. I right, think that's yeah. probably Ooh, like the, the gayest the one. <laughs> he's so hot. Uh, Speaking of so hot, Jesus Christ, the star of this film, Cody. Is a fucking hunk now. Yeah. So oh, Cody in the
1: 13th year plays by chez Starbuck. The most he... fake
3: porn name I have ever heard. <laughs> and I wish he did porn. Have. He looks
1: good.
2: Dang, yeah. That but he has kids
1: and a wife and he looks very happily married. And I do follow his Instagram. He's very, he seems very sweet. I'm just curious, like how
3: this all turned out for him afterwards. um, Considering he was a mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How did he get his legs back?
2: Where did his peepee go? Where did his peepee go? Um, yes. Did he give birth like a seahorse? Oh God. (laughs) He carried the baby. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Um, Cody Griffin is our main character of this, uh, 1999 disney channel original movie where a mermaid drops her son off on a boat and then abandons him for 13 oh. years <laughs>
2: she's like at, at well that while they're driving off he she's like oh, shoot oh well. my
0: baby <laughs> <laughs> well there goes oh, that one
1: shoot it, <laughs> it's like <laughs> this mermaid also like just swim down right Every time that she's being chased by the like evil guy, quote-unquote, I guess, uh, she just kind of swims side to side. And I'm like, what if you went down right. under the water yeah, instead of does, on top of it?
2: Does your baby need air or something? Is that why you're at the surface? What, I don't I, understand the... She was swimming with the baby underwater before. Exactly.
1: There is
3: a lot of questions that this movie brings forward that Peyton just touched on. Like, like Spidey oh, senses.
1: On. Leaving
3: right. the baby above water turns it into a human for right. 13 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yes. If you're if you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? If you've never seen this movie, uh, our, our our main character, Cody, is uh, adopted uh, by a loving family with Dave Coulier. <laughs> um, uh, you and know, what, Uncle Joey. Yeah. And he's
1: is? in the new. Yeah, he's in the new full house as well. He's still there in that house.
3: Yeah, he's still a virgin. No, That's all ugly. I can think of when <laughs> yeah. I see Uncle Joey is just like perma-virgin. Cut uh, it out. He still has that fucking puppet. <laughs> Except, you know what, I take that back because as we know, as we learned from that song about uh, that turned out to be about Dave Coulier, he is a master uh, cunnilingus, so uh, apparently mm. he really is not a perma-virgin in real life. Oh, yeah, uh, don't beat me up, Dave Coulier, that I said that about
2: you. <laughs> Dang. We'll never meet him at D23 for the 13th year reunion. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> the 13th year reunion. Yeah, what? Well, this movie turns uh 21 or 22 this year. Um, just like most of the movies that we chose for this somehow. <gasps> the is 33rd also, year.
0: <gasps> there's also,
1: oh, no it's the 35th year. Yes. Damn it. There's also a
3: Shit. common thread through the next three films that we chose that I did not realize when I chose them on accident, is like dead slash missing parent oh yeah oh
0: jesus i
2: mean it's a disney movie what do you expect oh yeah i
1: thought you meant like for actors and actresses in the films i was like oh
3: god uh, that would be so (laughs) sad if i said that i was like yeah they all have dead parents this is disney was recruiting at an orphanage for these films (laughs) that's
1: that's one thing that i will say like especially for like the nine late 90s early 2000s i was like well they kind of like at least showcased non-typical family dynamics
3: well i think that's true uh not to you know get super serious about it i mean it's not super serious but this is also around the time that the divorce rate started hiking really high and i don't think disney wanted to touch on divorce but a having a dead family member is a similar dynamic yeah so i think they were kind of trying to touch into that um but it's still really sad i don't don't i don't know
2: why we don't want to keep them alive. So we'll just Mm -hmm. kill one of them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Divorce is so bad. You should just die. Is basically (laughs) what Disney is saying. Right. Um, Yes. Cody, he is growing up. He's going through puberty. And what do you know? He is Spider-Man. He can stick to walls. He can shock things. And um, I mean, this is no longer (laughs) Spider-Man, but he's, he's growing wet. He's growing like scales and shit like that. And he can swim real good. Yeah. Um, oh, he's it, on
1: the swim team. That's kind of not like a minor plot point, but not a major plot point. It's just like, he's always
0: to show in that second place. Fast. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Just wanted oh, to that's a big bully.
2: And they wanted to show some kids in like speedos, so you know, it, all three of these movies have Got a weird. bully
3: in them too, like a textbook like white fat bully. Uh,
1: in in like that's I guess true, in huh? in our third film, oh. it's not like a fat thirteenth year. He's not fat. He's on oh, the I'm just team. thinking of uh, yeah, he's. You know, our, oh the dad you're talking about the dad
3: <laughs> yes 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 uh, yeah. yeah so um yeah uh, cody is dealing with the fact that not only is his body changing because he's going through puberty but also that he's turning into a mermaid which is the fucking wildest
1: merman pup
3: merman
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
3: <laughs> <laughs> um this movie is so melodramatic yeah. it's insane this is a lifetime movie if i have ever seen one
2: it really uh, is
1: there's there's a moment where the girlfriend what's her sam um she walks in on like after this big swim meet where he's kind of half fish she walks and in on them, like, trying up. to dry him. <laughs> That's what he's like. But this is, like, the really gay moment where, like, they're trying to dry him and get his scales to, like, disappear because, like, ooh, shame, he's different. But she walks in and she's, like, she faints and then she's, like, oh, my God, you really are fish. She's, like, I can't handle this. Knowing that you're different, it's too much. And I was, like, <laughs> I so mad the girlfriend. I'd be, like, great. This is my new superhero friend. Yeah, I, yeah I got right. mad at her.
2: She... she... Really made me, she pissed me off. Yeah. She's okay, like, oh, you're different. I can't believe it. I can't handle it anymore. I'm like, dude, he's a merman. Like, how right. cool is that? Re- relax. Have you not seen Aquaman? You're going to be fucking yeah. like, <laughs> oh. as we see in the future, he gets really buff and cool and, uh, and hot. So, yeah. Like, yeah, she's like,
3: damn, I could have laid that. Dang. Do you know what's one thing I d- you just brought up that I didn't really think about is he has a girlfriend, right? And they're like, this is his girlfriend. He's 12 years old <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, And I'm not interested in that romance dynamic no. uh, of a 12-year-old yeah. uh, in his, his little well, like
1: child bride. Tyler, what's yes? the movie title? The 13th Year. How old is he? 12.
3: or <laughs> <We're> like
0: <laughs> <He's> the first <laughs> scene of the movie. And then I'm he's 13. No,
2: it's I'm like just saying. <laughs> Like thirty it days. Is it's a in. middle school
1: romance. It is kind of creepy, but it is also geared towards kids.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And they
1: they they like
3: kiss and she, he
1: zaps yeah. her. Not um, the worst kiss that we're going to cover today.
3: The the funniest no. thing about her, uh, personally to me, is that she really kind of is like the second biggest name in this movie. I don't. Um, I
1: there's actually two people that are bigger than her.
3: Are you talking about the dad, in- the like maga hat?
1: yeah made hunter yes he's also a big guy really um, he's still doing stuff he's if you watched parks and rec he's jj from jj's diner that they always uh-huh. go to for <laughs> oh, waffles God. but he also went to my college
3: oh that's why you think he's cool he is cool
0: hey uh, uh john ham went
1: there and he's packing meat i'm impressed
0: In he's packing
3: yeah exactly smashing meat with a hammer too yeah oh, oh, I know. um but yes his girlfriend is played by courtney draper who uh I guess it's the same reason why you're like, "Hey, that guy went to my school. He's cool, so you have a personal connection." But she's um, Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite, which I yeah. thought was really cool because uh, that's my favorite game
1: of all time. So, she was also in Disney Infinity and Kingdom Hearts too as a voice actress. She does a lot of video game hmm. acting or voicing. Who, who is but she? I, in it, those? Didn't, it didn't say.
2: And then she why in I was the thirteenth
1: like, year level. Great, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but where Sora I becomes think- a mermaid again.
1: What I yeah, think it's... is the like the most notable name in this film is actually one of the writers because the writer Robert L Baird he has writing credits with Big Hero Six, Monsters Inc, and Monsters University.
2: Oh, Is oh. he work on the new Monsters at Work?
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
2: <laughs> That's oh. the new
3: series that they're doing, right? Oh yeah,
2: on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh. I'd watch it honestly. Min- Mindy, oh, okay. what's her name is in it? Oh, Mindy uh, Yeah.
3: Okay, I looked her up. Apparently, she voices uh, like White Tiger, which is a Marvel superhero. Yep, uh, and then she does like additional voices. So,
2: wait, White Tiger, well, depending on what your iteration, White Tiger is usually a Mexican, a Latino, um, superhero. So, really, yeah,
0: oh,
3: yeah, Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. um. But yeah, so we did touch kind of briefly on um, the quote unquote villain of this movie, which, again, like I said, this movie is so fucking melodramatic. Um, He's really he's like a mermaid hunter. Now, he was a fisherman. He was the one whose whose boat uh, Cody got left on 13 years ago. No, he
2: wasn't. No, it was the the parents. Oh,
3: yes, that's right. It's a parent's boat. But he he was pursuing
2: the mom. mom, Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, because she's hot. I mean, so he's like oh never nice.
1: speaks a line
2: Did you- zero dialogue that's exactly <laughs> what the dad said when they saw her she's like oh yeah she's hot and the wife <laughs> is like wait what oh my god let's cut and it
1: out the main guy sees her in his dreams beforehand so part of me was like i wonder if he was like damn that was a really weird wet dream <laughs> <laughs> boo <laughs> the mermaid puns continue <laughs> um
3: i think the, the scariest like worst most sad part of this movie is um
1: the treatment of the tide pools that pissed me <laughs> off yeah. yeah
2: that kid just destroyed idiots. a lot of ecosystems
1: he's like oh i'm studying these things and then he just walks through it with his boots sticks his full greasy face in it i'm like you are destroying these tide pools with your dumb idiot thinking that you're actually studying them i went to a tide
3: pool for a uh a field trip for a oceanography class and a sea enemy spit water up my shorts like like almost Ooh. like touched my
0: nuts
1: friendly not a sea enemy shut up <laughs> um but you don't touch that shit and he's trouncing through it and I was like he doesn't know what he's doing it's yeah, 99 he's oh, the, no the, the the nerd Oh, oh yeah the Jet. kid
3: who very clearly they're trying to make him look like um the uh squints from the kid from sandlot, sandlot but it's yeah, not yeah. the kid from sandlot i was so confused i was like oh shit he's in something else that's cool and i was like no that's not the same fucking kid yeah. why are they dressing like that why did they make him look just like him
1: no idea but this is also one of those <clears throat> stupid things where they're like this is a nerd character and it's one of those things it's the funniest joke that i see online where it's like you weren't bullied because you were a nerd. You were bullied because of the way you acted. And like, just kind of a dick to people. And this guy, it's not the same. He wasn't a dick, but he's so defeatist of himself. He's like, well, I'm a loser because I deserve to be. I'm like, you wouldn't (laughs) be if you didn't think like this. Right. Maybe he has a degradation kink. (laughs) Right. But it's just, because even at one point, he's like, whoa, 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 if you guys are fighting, who's going to beat me up between classes? So I think he really does have that kink. That, that's so cool.
3: Imagine if you were really into that, and you were just like, there was bullies around, and you could just yeah, like them imagine. beat up and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Imagine. Me Tell me how dumb I look again.
0: <laughs>
3: Shame. Uh, yeah. um, Cody he becomes so strong with his powers so fast that it's like this like power creep of all of a sudden he's like yeah i can heal people with my shock um and oh, he, he, he brings, brings his under- friend to back to Matic life death. that's what yeah. i'm saying is this whole movie
1: is so no one dies from being underwater for less than a minute
3: yeah oh no, yeah it, it's I, established that, that friend- could have
1: happened but <laughs>
3: I mean, babies can drown in, in an inch of water. So I don't know if, you know, maybe, um, but know just it, like,
1: backpedal, backpedal.
3: It's established that he back can't stroke, swim. Backstroke.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: <laughs> butterfly, butterfly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's established that he can't swim. He kind of drowns and uh, Cody zaps him back to life. Zaps his heart. It's really dumb. Yeah, because he has um,
1: electrical powers because electric eels do too.
3: Yeah, I don't get That's it. how it was explained? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. It's a His stretch. mom fucked an eel is basically what we're right. getting to here.
1: Um, hey, if I was a mermaid, I'd think about it.
3: Which hey. one do you think she fucked, Flotsam or Jetsam?
0: Mm, oh, Cody. she can do better than both of them.
1: <laughs>
3: Flounder? Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian? <laughs>
1: Sebastian. Hey, man. No, she could get Triton.
3: What if he turned... What if Cody... Uh, wasn't turning into a mermaid and he turned into like a crab man. With, That'd like, be crazy. Claws and shit like always that would be fucked up or what? Oh <laughs> my God. There we go. I'm going full circle that evolution always leads to crabs eventually. <laughs> See, I told you. Um, And where this movie gets a very melodramatic, weird fucking ending where I'm just like, why is everyone okay with like this ending is Cody finally meets his mom and just fucking leaves his family.
1: It I thought the same where I was like, he's just gone, but there's a really stupid moment where his mom
3: credit scene. <laughs> no,
1: his mom. Okay. So his aqua mom, aqua mom, Marine. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so Aquam- do you say aqua mom Marine? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Boo. I that know. Was a bad one.
1: But so like, she's in the water, just all she knows how to do is tread water and smile. I think she had a really ugly voice because they didn't allow her to speak.
3: <laughs> she can't speak. Mermaids can't it's, talk.
1: Well, but, how can he talk? Well, I guess he'd learn. He's he's something. I don't know. Never mind. The <laughs> prince <laughs> Eric. He, he was a <laughs> baby. Don't make sense. By <laughs> it don't make sense. Um, but she's just floating there, and then his his onshore anti-vax mom. She's like, uh, she's staring at her, and then she goes. Oh, you're gonna go with her and she'll have you back before school starts.
0: Oh, and that's it. Oh, really? So, I
1: guess there's like some sort of telepathic Joint communication. Custody. Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> oh, you'll live with her in the summertime in the ocean. And then when the waters start to chill, you'll come back on land.
3: What if <laughs> Cody got eaten by a shark in oh, the summertime? Like, he like got fucking killed by like, a
1: sea creature.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, where's Cody? And he's like, fish tail washes up on shore
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 or it gets caught in a net and then gets sent to a fishery did anyone else catch that the mom was anti-vax
2: yes she's a doctor that was very oh, like way. oh boy
3: yeah oh, what a weird no. what a weird uh tie-in um god this movie was so weird yeah uh somehow not like the worst one we watched but it's definitely i enjoyed it Okay, well, that brings us to, you know, the concluding of talking about 13th year. Um, We have a different rating system here for Bargain Bonanza uh, to tie into the whole, you know, bargain bin aspect of these films that we'll be covering. Instead of using the JAWS scale, we're going to use the bargain bin scale, which at the top we have staff pick. This is a movie that should just be on the shelves of your movie rental store. Right underneath that staff pick sign, we're saying, go revisit it. It's a good one. Underneath that, we've got Bargain Bin. That basically means this movie exists exactly where it should be. It's not bad, but it's not good. You don't necessarily need to seek it out, unless for most of these movies, they are nostalgic. So if you want to have a nostalgic trip back to 1999... Check them out. And then the final one is Dumpster out back, which is fucking trash. Don't even bother watching it. It, it. It's better to keep it nostalgic in your mind instead of revisiting it. So, Jarrett, since you sounded like you had a pretty uh, stark opinion on this one, I'll let you go first.
1: Wait, you guys said that this wasn't the worst? No. You, no, definitely not. Um, I don't think it was the worst, but I think it might be tied for worst. Okay, so what you giving it? Uh, because you said the word nostalgia that kind of brings in a different factor but I will say it's a dumpster
0: yeah okay it's a
1: dumpster like you said it's lifetime doesn't really add much it's a weird like it's even watching it compared to the other two they all they were all released within a year and a half of each other they all have a very similar runtime but this one Felt like it took a long time to watch.
2: Yes, this was this
3: this one, and felt it was just brutal. So
2: Did you I'll watch this take... one last? Yeah. Okay. Oh, because mm. I watched Smart House last, and I think I that was the worst. That's a tight, but don't get ahead of yourself. I know, yeah, I, know, I know. Don't I know.
1: spoil it. <laughs>
3: well, I'm gonna say just to piggyback off of Jarrett, <clears throat> I am also going to give this one a dumpster out back uh i have never been so bored watching a, a lifetime film um
2: so yeah and then peyton all right so i'm giving it a bargain bin i okay because of the nostalgia factor um, because
1: of the teens and speedos <laughs> oh my
2: god <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, <laughs> i remember i don't think it was the year it debuted because i was eight years old but they re-aired it they must have and oh, it was
3: on, this movie was on every fucking weekend, it felt was like, it? At, on Disney Channel, yeah, the, yeah. like the decoms were on like a constant rotation, if there wasn't a new one each week, they, they were rotating one of these, and this mm. one felt like it was always
2: on. Yeah, because my mom wanted me to watch it, I, it might have been for my 13th birthday.
3: Your mom was like, you need to watch this. You'll learn a lot about what's going to happen to your body.
2: <laughs> this is why you like Santa Cruz
1: so much. Your mom slept with a merman and then was like, oh shit, is it mine or is it? Uh, Who's well, <laughs> is, is it? Oh, God, I got to prep him. Uh,
2: they found
3: you in the Sacramento Delta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm all purple now. <laughs> Pollution. Um, oh. But yeah, it's just a sense of nostalgia for me. Like I remember watching it when I was, I think, 13 or at least around there. and And so I have that sort of attachment to it and it wasn't I, too bad i i, I kind of enjoyed the story too i will say
1: for me i remember watching these movies like as they premiered on their like decom. oh my god it's friday night premiere oh, but yeah. that is only because um my family didn't have more than basic cable and disney was uh, not part I mean... of basic cable at the time so we got a trial run of digital I remember watching them at that age and being like, we need to absorb everything because we've only got six months to see this shit. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> Imagine this is what you saw in that six month trial. And then you go to your parents, like, yeah, maybe we don't need. But more to be channels. fair,
1: in that time, uh, it's pr- probably pretty good. It's probably a yeah. pretty good 99 film. All yeah. right.
3: So it's going to be two dumpsters and a bargain bin.
1: For thirteenth
3: year from nineteen ninety nine, go ahead and check it out if you want to. Obviously, I'm not saying go watch it. It's but, streaming, um,
2: so it's it's free. Yeah, all
3: of these are on Disney Plus, which seems to be a streaming service that everybody has. So if you want to watch it for free, go for it.
1: Or get a friend that has it. A-
3: yeah, yeah, and and get drunk and watch it. I guess if you want to. <laughs>
2: um, Did you watch this with Mary Jane? No, I didn't. No.
1: i did the smart house but that also kind of made it terrifying (laughs) speaking of smart house coming up next
2: yes next seven
1: eight central oh wait (laughs) shit that's backwards at eight seven central
3: (laughs) there you go (laughs) yes next on our bargain bonanza docket is uh, honestly i i've i chose this one purely because i know so many people like this and are constantly being like the, oh my God! Smart House is the best Disney Channel original this, movie, and I'm here to one? tell you, you are wrong. Oh, this, yeah. is like <laughs> that, this is like
1: that that kid that was like either a, a eighth grader or a freshman, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, he's so hot! He looks like an adult." But by the time he got to age 20, it was like, "Oh my God, he looks like a 30 year old." Which Can I you know not now talk I'm 30. About me
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can say so much, but
0: it's not about you, but I'm not going
1: to. Oh, my. oh <laughs> I'm like, no. No, nope. uh, it. but it's kind of like that like, oh, he's hot cuz he has a mm. beard or a mustache and it's like, well, that's in like that's when you're 13. Obviously, they're going to age faster than everyone else and it's not going to be as cute. He's <laughs> so
3: hot, he has a mermaid tail. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. it didn't it didn't it it a uh, poor age oh yeah Yeah.
3: this one okay Um, so let's just get into it smart house 1999 uh imdb score of 6.3 these movies have shockingly high imdb scores um a rotten tomato score of 53 percent probably the most shocking part about this movie is that it is directed by lavar burton from reading rainbow star trek the next generation and roots which is like everyone knows who lavar burton is um and that's the most shocking part he about it. He played this movie.
1: himself in several episodes of community.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I he was a um he was like a recurring character. Yeah. You know, it's it's very weird. That that's. I love that show so much, but like it's an I audit. think Smart
1: House actually might have some of the most notable people in it. Yes. Um because we got Do yeah. you want to touch on them now or do you wanna Oh, I'll run down like the ones that I know of. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So Katie Segal. Um she uh, yeah. plays like obviously everyone knows who she is. She's beautiful. She has an amazing voice. Even whenever I was watching this movie, it was like I just want to watch her. But also the way she moves her mouth and talks and like her diction is so beautiful. I well, don't there's know a reason why
3: is. she has like one of the most recognizable voices out there. Oh, it's she's Leela. Like- and Futurama. Yes, if you don't know, she's Leela from Futurama. She's Peggy Bundy from Married with Children, which yeah. is a fucking great show. If you want to watch, if you oh, think she's in Sh- are wild now, watch that. Yes, she's in everything, man. She's she's great, and she is carrying this entire movie on her back, and she's not even in
1: most of it. one
3: hundred
2: percent. So um, we
1: also have uh, the dad, Kevin kilner he's kind of in a lot of minor roles still but he was very much that like handsome dad you saw in a lot of late 90s early 2000s if you Uh, saw
3: him you would know who he is he's one of those amazing amazing hair beautiful hair
1: (laughs) um i don't know why but i started to write the girlfriend but then she has nothing with her life no she's not important
3: (laughs) she really is She's not even important to this show no, yeah, she's I like think, they show her and they're like,
1: "Uh, eh, yeah, yeah, get her off the screen." I think the best is Ryan Merriman, who plays Ben, the main boy. He's He plays the smart house. Yeah, he is.
0: The <laughs> house. He is the rat house.
1: <laughs> but so he's in Final Destination, The Ring 2, and Pretty Little Liars. However, I think a movie that we should cover that he was in um is called I mean called- there's
3: several Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's called the Jurassic Games, and it kind of sounds exactly what you would expect from Hunger Games and Jurassic Park. It's in the future where 10 convicts are set up in virtual reality to battle against dinosaurs and each other. And he's the host of the games. That Could you imagine
3: him amazing. being in a worse <laughs> movie weird. than Hollywood, Halloween re- Resurrection? Like, that's Who embarrassing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's also in another Disney Channel original movie that came out several years later. That seems to be the one that everyone always remembers, which is Luck of the Irish, yeah. which is just um, it's 13th, 13th year. year, except he turns <laughs> into an Irish stereotype. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Real. I remember so watching he- that one as it premiered, too, at my friend's yeah. house, because they had cable. That one was I. I
3: actually really like Thirteenth Year. I don't know if that's because I'm Irish or what, but I actually find that one a lot
2: of fun. You mean Luck of the Irish?
3: Yeah. Oh, Luck of the Irish. What did I say? Thirteenth Year. Yeah. Oh, fuck. No. 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 Um, Luck of the Irish actually has the same plot as uh, Leprechaun Three, which oh, no. is a, a guy turning into a leprechaun. Um. So yeah, Smart House. This is probably the best known of the ones that we're going to cover today. I.
1: Quick question: Did you look at any budgets? yes i saw i feel like this one was the biggest budget if i had to put my coin on any of them it would be this one is that cgi that
3: bad cgi there was one that i saw about the budget and i'm trying to oh that that was very okay the 13th year it said that it it cost five million dollars to make the 13th year and that was reportedly over budget oh (laughs) my god (laughs) that's so funny that's like no money at all and they're like oh yeah um <laughs> that's too much money <laughs> no um i i don't know if they report the budgets on these movies yeah. this one does have probably actually no i'm i'm taking that back our next movie has the best production design
1: yeah um yeah but that has realistic production design this one has a lot of like cgi production
3: I'll tell you right now, one thing about the production design in this movie that looks like shit is the interior of the smart house. Why is it so fucking huge? It's just like empty rooms everywhere.
2: Because they just needed the video screen walls and then they (laughs) called it a day.
3: This is another one of the ones that we're covering that has a dead parent. Um, Their their mom is dead and uh, quite the juxtaposition compared to our next film. Um, Their dad is looking to date again and ben our main character is like fuck you dad you can't date anyone else you forgot about mom that's the, like the yeah. main through line of this yeah um they win a
1: house that is a smart house this is a uh, contest that would definitely steal your identity if it happened today you oh you know yeah. it's it happens like, today right you oh, know yeah. about HGTV the htv smart yeah. house thing
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the way he's entering these it's like oh buddy Oh, I'm,
2: I think he's committing some fraud here. Yeah, yeah also how only something
1: six
3: thousand people enter? How many? Six thousand. That's what they say. Out of six thousand, like, I gotta be at
1: least a third of the votes, or whatever. Uh, a quarter of them, or yeah, so that's yeah. two
3: thousand. Also, um, what uh house giveaway allows thirteen-year-olds to apply to win? I thought he was using his
1: dad's name oh is he
3: oh i thought he was just okay okay
1: i was like um yeah i don't think that's legal he's like dad you gotta call you gotta call (laughs) because everyone at his school finds out before he does because it's in the day of internet connected to the telephone line
3: that's so funny that is a funny line when the dad's like are you on the internet right now what if someone tries to call us it's like
2: (laughs) (laughs) that didn't age well nobody gets that joke now (laughs) yeah They don't have Wi-Fi. It's a smart house. <laughs> uh, no, they just have six Google homes that don't work.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: But I, uh, he entered in the same way that you win a car at the mall. I mean, I remember being <laughs> eight years old and yeah. you know entering a, in for a, a Mercedes or something. Did you know
3: those things just sell your information? Do they really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just watched a huge video about it. About Shoot, that. my eight-year-old self. No one self. ever wins those things.
1: <laughs> Dang. It, The funniest thing about Smart House is most of that is reality in these days, where all of that stuff does kind of happen with our technology. Yeah, where it's all, like, fucked up and malfunctions and stuff like that. Um, Well, I meant, like, how it tries to cater to us, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, some stuff where it's like, well, floors don't do that anymore. Also, we don't have weird arms that reach out and grab our newspaper, but everything else was kind of already... Established like as technologies we have today. So it's kind Could of you, cool seeing what we do have and what we don't have. yeah Could you
3: imagine if Pat chose your Pornhub preferences?
1: <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably know better than I do. She'd be like, like, oh, I, I know like some. Here's there's some a reason cool. I look like this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um yes, the house is ran by a uh military defense system, it seems like, called Pat, which is personal applied technology which is the voice of Katie Seagal. It runs the house. It makes food. It does everything. Um, It is fucking weird.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Terrifying.
3: It's one of those things where it's like, especially at the time that it was, um, knowledge of technology wasn't vast. So they just throw some like, like computer mumbo jumbo at you and just be like, yeah, don't worry about it because you don't understand it anyway. But it's like, this is artificial intelligence that they put into this home that is now ruining their lives. This is like the, the, the ramifications behind this are grand. But yes, as um, Pat gets to learn the family and everything like that, she hears the father tell Ben, like, you just need to have more fun. I wish you could have more fun. So then Pat's like, I'm going to throw you a party. Oh um how cool okay. would that be if the AI <laughs> threw us a party? one
1: I think this movie was so over budget because of the two songs that they used. Because okay. one of them is a bit a bitched, it's a <laughs> bewitch song. Say mm-hmm. lobby, say you will, say you won't, say you do, say you don't, gonna stop singing in case we get in trouble. But <laughs> I, don't think I also don't I don't, I don't think <laughs> Yeah, Witch that was too around.
2: close. Jared, All right, Jared, lip sync for <laughs> your <yeah>. life.
1: But <laughs> That song, I remember having their CD. And then there's also... I couldn't remember if it was Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. No, and it's, I didn't it's even not
3: either of them. It's not it's, either? It's, I could have sworn it, it was. It's a band called, like, Something Dunk or some shit like jump, that. Jump, uh, the house is jumping. Jump, jump, the house is jumping. And here's where I bring a juxtaposition to you saying that they probably spent too much money on their music rights here. You oh, ready no. for this? Did you notice the music video that was playing on... The TV when yeah. that song is playing and they're dancing. Did you notice where they are performing? Tomorrowland. Yes, they are oh. performing on the Tomorrowland stage. Sorry, Tomorrowland I think that's Terrace
1: or the the stage that was eventually taken over by um, the theater.
3: No, I, Tomorrowland Terrace. They're I, okay. performing. Oh, was it Tomorrowland Terrace? More. Yes, it's. Tomorrowland I thought it was Disney Terrace.
2: World's Tomorrowland. No, no, no. Oh. It's it's
3: it's during the time when Tomorrowland was um, the what, like weird the
0: makeover. Yes, yeah. Eisner Jules Verne. Uh,
3: Yep, yep. So not Jewel, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I was getting it mixed up with
1: you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so burn. I don't think they
3: paid any money for that music because I have a feeling it was a Disney produced like yeah. record. There are but,
1: some Disney references in these movies where I'm like, oh, but you can say that because it's basically free.
3: Yeah. yeah. They're um so they're having a party. <laughs> and, uh Pat invites the um the bu- school bully so she can humiliate him
2: <laughs> man that poor kid a,
3: she makes a hologram skeleton fly around him and it looks like the not the even skeleton, a hologram skeleton a skull. Oh, a skull a skull but it looks like i don't know if you guys are familiar with the like dude meme which is like yeah. this like CGI skeleton with a trumpet <laughs> but that's what that skull looks like <laughs> i saw it and i was like crying laughing watching it cuz i was like it's just the dude skeleton it really is um it flies around it scares the bully away and that's uh the end of that conflict <laughs> problem <laughs> solved
2: bully solved
3: um this movie is weird science, except the kids are not trying to fuck the thing that they made in the process. <laughs> they I just want it to be like... their mom.
2: They have some yeah. weird pink. <laughs>
1: Robert Downey Jr. was so hot in weird science. I just oh, remember. I lo- that. Oh my Sorry. God. <laughs> I,
3: I always tell this story because I think it's very funny, but like weird science is one of my favorite movies ever. And when Jonathan initially called me to ask me if I was going to, if I wanted to be a part of the show and take your place all those years ago, um, I was watching Weird Science and I was like he's like what are you up to I was like just watching Weird Science (laughs) it's (laughs) like every time I watch it now the same part where I get to where it's when uh, Chet is at like gross blob monster that I think about that phone call and I was like how my life has changed for the life. that fateful phone (laughs) call (laughs) but yeah um, the party uh, gets shut down they clean up uh, the floors suck apparently Um, you can drop anything on the floors and it'll just (laughs)
1: I love that. I wish I had floors like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do wish you had floors like
1: that.
2: I'm Imagine dip. the kind of parties you could
3: throw <laughs> on a floor
2: like that. Oh, that'd be that's an interesting visual. I'm like
3: <laughs> I'm like, where does it go? <laughs> I'm also
1: like, does someone has to grow have to grocery shop for this house and then stock it? Because really, yeah, why is there so many coming? oranges? Well,
2: maybe it sucks up all the trash and reconverts it back into food. <laughs>
1: we, uh. we took all your party cups and turned it into a smoothie. <laughs> That's smoothie why make
2: orange like
3: juice. plastic cup. Yeah.
1: Like, mmm. Burn. Do you know what would
3: be really gross is if when they sucked that smoothie into the floor and then they showed Pat, like, licking her finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> tastes like home. we forgot to mention that the dad is now dating the scientist who
1: the dad um, is now dating the house.
3: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, he put his he put his dick in an electrical socket (laughs) um the dad is now dating the scientist who created the house and i also want to mention that that's the only reason that he's okay with taking the house pretty much initially when they win it he's like i don't know about that and then he looks in the newspaper and sees the scientist who did it whose name is sarah and he's like maybe we could move in
2: (laughs) it's like Uh, i'd like to get to know her
3: yeah it's like dude come on (laughs) that's gross.
2: Um, Oh, he's gonna come on! Ooh, right on to Pat. The floors will suck it up.
3: Um, Pat, for there's there is like a couple really tender moments in this movie that it does very well. Um, which is Pat finds Ben watching old home movie footage of his mom, and he's like crying because he misses her, and he already had a big blow up about the fact that his dad is trying to date um Sarah. And that he's trying to replace um, their mom and everything like that. So oh, he
1: also hijacked the system. Yeah, he's like, yeah. reprogrammed her. Like, yes, doesn't even talk about how he's a computer whiz. But sure. Yeah, he can hijack.
3: Yeah, because the only thing that they've showed us so far that he's interested in is playing basketball. So I don't know where all of a sudden he can like hack a military. But not interested enough
1: system. to try out for the basketball team because he's too busy playing mom. No, he won't be on
3: the basketball team until a few movies later when he turns into a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. so Pat converts herself into a mother, and now she's also um a like sentient being. She basically
2: bondavisions like like a- what a mother is.
3: Yes, damn. you wouldn't know the
1: difference between a hologram and a three d projection.
3: Mm. I was like I this Yeah, I, she did. Know, yeah. And I was it's like, like I don't I don't know
1: what the difference is. But okay. She's
3: she's using the same technology they used to put that Michael Jackson hologram out there. The she
1: Tupac was like hologram. Kanye tried to buy me and give me as uh, Kim Kardashian's dad. Oh. <laughs> he did that. Did he? And then the hologram complimented Kim on getting with Kanye. <laughs> That's really weird. embarrassing.
3: That's so good.
1: I love That's that. Weird. They're getting you divorced, know. Some but...
3: people say that rich people don't spend their money well. But... I tell you not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pat goes haywire as the mom and is like not letting anyone leave the house. So, Sarah infiltrates the house in what seems to be a very large uh, security concern. This, which is that she jumps through the <laughs> newspaper slot. But I think she technology
1: like he can use a computer, but the house can't see what he's saying on the computer
0: yeah, because he's in the that.
1: bathtub. But they don't then have he's Wi-Fi. also on the computer just in the living room. Also, somehow sleeping in the living room is like safe from this house. is huge. House. I
3: don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> this how this how living do you room the this enormous. technology? It,
1: it doesn't make sense. It's well, like convenient. I said, this is
3: one of those movies where it's like, yeah, you don't know enough about technology to even ask. Yeah. So, you know, it you got to think about the 1999 headspace where everyone thought Y2K was going (laughs) to happen. So, you know, Um, but Sarah gets in and she shuts Pat down, but then Pat turns herself back on, which seems like a huge problem. Uh, That should not be allowed to happen. And again, in another like very emotional moment, um, Pat turns into a hurricane and then they're like, Pat, you can't be our mom. Really
1: tall. Yeah, yeah. she's huge. God Giant. damn.
3: This <laughs> giantess mommy.
1: This scene, I thought, like, whenever I was watching it, I was like, oh, and then there's the scene where Pat tries to touch Ben's face and it's really sad because she can't. Yeah. But re-watching Man. it, she almost goes in to fully slap Ben and then was like, you didn't feel that. Like her hand yeah. doesn't even stop to try and caress his face. It's just like, whap right through his head that was like mm-hmm. oh she wanted to beat him hurt well, i
3: mean to,
0: hurt that child. to
3: be fair if 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 you didn't think there were like if you weren't sure if there was going to be like resistance you probably would just coast through something but, oh no i, I, I go into
1: you. every hug with a ghost very gently
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i do think that
3: that scene is touching um they basically just tell her like you can't be our mom back well, because there's no real touch yeah yeah and it's not touching
2: it's, it's sad for Pat, too, because she oh, wants to be that brother. mom. But she yeah, can't. And she's
3: standing in the rain <laughs> yeah. in, in the middle of their house. Um, yeah. And they she basically goes back to being the computer house. But with a little bit of a mom touch, um, Sarah and uh, their dad start dating. And Ben is like, OK, with it now. And then the big stinger is right at the end. They're making uh, pancakes and, oh, what? Why is there chocolate chips in the pancake batter? And then they're like, oh, Pat. <laughs> That's the ending <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the movie. Ugh. Um, Let me tell you. Do you guys are you guys familiar with in South Park when they did that whole thing about the member berries? No, no, <laughs> which is like it was just kind of like nostalgia. They were talking about Star Wars, and it's like member berries are always like member Star Wars. This movie is better lived in your nostalgic mind. Yeah, <laughs> that yes. it's good. Do okay. I'm I'm getting like right into it. Do not go back and watch this movie. It is this is a, a dumpster out back for me. This was really bad. Much worse than I remember it being. Keep it in that nostalgic center of your mind. Yeah, you'll, yourself.
2: It'll, you'll ruin it if you rewatch it.
3: So I'm giving it a dumpster outback. Like no qualms about that. This deserves to be in the garbage. Peyton. Peyton.
2: Dumpster outback. Trash it. Don't watch it. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. If you have seen it, don't watch it. Because it's living better in your memories. And a better quality than you go back and watching it now. It, it's I, I lost interest about... Probably about halfway through, and was it's like it's
3: pretty boring too. Yeah. All
2: right, next. All right, the house is bad. All right, cool. All right, keep
0: just going. Just go watch
3: Weird Science. At yep. least that's sexy.
2: There you go. Perfect,
1: <laughs>
0: Jarrett. <laughs> mm, I want to give it a
1: bargain bin just so I have to force people to watch it a little bit. But yeah, it's a dumpster.
3: Hey, <laughs> <Yay>, yeah. <laughs> look at yeah. that. A I would like the
2: consensus. I would like to see a remake of this, of like an updated I, times.
1: Well, we were talking about that earlier where it's just I was like, oh, my God, this is a horror movie. Or I was like, oh, I'd like to see this as a horror movie. And Tyler was like, it already is a horror movie. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it actually kind
3: of is.
2: It kind of is. It yeah. really is
3: scary. I think um, there
2: is a, a movie on show is or coming Netflix.
1: from the house. Oh.
3: But
2: I think there is like a smart house horror movie somewhere on Shutter and Netflix, one of those two.
1: I'm
3: sure it's probably buried deep within the anals of Amazon Prime. (laughs) It's like Smart House 2, Pat's Revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that might be a good one.
2: That's actually a pretty good one. All right. So doing a (laughs) decom the sequence the
1: 33rd year.
3: Wrapping it on up, bringing up the rear here is our third and final film for this yes. bargain bonanza. The best. Phantom yeah. of the Megaplex from 2000 with an IMDb score of 10. 6.4 <laughs> so far uh, the second highest that we've talked about and an IMDb, or a Rotten Tomatoes score of 53% okay. directed by Blair True who I have only seen that they direct um educational Mormon films
2: now. Oh, so wow. interesting.
3: Yeah, don't know where that's going with that one. Um starring nobody except Mickey <laughs> Rooney. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. there's there's
1: some stuff. There's like the the main guy, Taylor Handley, he did get hot and he was in that Bird Box movie, but I never saw it. <laughs> Um, the mom has been in minor roles since then. The... She
3: actually plays, I believe, Veronica Mars's mother yes. on Veronica Mars. I love Veronica
1: Mars. Oh. Um, the sister, Caitlin Walks, I want to yeah. say. Um, so she hasn't been in much, but I think she's in a movie that we might be covering on another Bargain Bin.
0: Uh, <laughs> bargain bonanza. Bin
1: Bonanza? <laughs> bargain Bonanza? Yes. Bananas. Um the hungover games.
2: Fuck. So oh. there's potential
1: for her return. We don't know. Cause I know that there's a parody one at some point in our future, just to spoil that for everyone. Yes. So she could be back. Who knows? Uh Mickey Rooney, probably the biggest known in this. He's kind of a legend a little bit. He did pass away in 2014, but to credit in 2015 for American Dad. And then one in 2017 for a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie. But he was also in Night at the Museum. Yeah. Um, And Mm -hmm. Mick I Probably best known for
3: being incredibly racist in Breakfast at Tiffany's. (laughs) That's probably (laughs) his best role. He plays the... um, Japanese uh, quote-unquote hotel owner oh Oh, yeah were you not aware of that no
2: I've never seen racist
3: next to his name in the notes
2: wondering I was like maybe he'll explain it up
3: if you're not familiar with it uh, it's obviously a horrific horrific portrayal of of a character but yes he plays uh in in full yellow face and like incredibly racist stereotype yeah that 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 and he was well known at the time, for as a character actor, racist. playing uh, racist Asian caricatures. Well, yeah.
1: he's dead now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's also like some smaller characters. Um, John oh, Pingu, who played Mer- Merle. Which there are so many random teens in this movie that I don't know who is who. But Merle he's... is the projectionist. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's had some small roles in big things like Orphan Black, Godless, which is on Netflix, Pacific Rim, The Book of Eli, Dreamhouse. And then he was also in the recent Fahrenheit 451. And oh. then there was another co-star from this movie, um, The Anxiety Girl. So she oh. was also in Fahrenheit 451, but she was also in Saw IV, which I think is four or is that yes. six? Four. that's four. And then she wasn't X-Men Apocalypse and Shits Creek, but each one of those or all of those are like She's the crime scene photographer. She's oh. someone's mom. She's a one-off character named Jennifer. You mean to tell
3: me, Phantom of the Megaplex isn't really carrying a lot of weight in Hollywood now? That's yeah, it's weird. Like if I saw that cast credit, I'd be like hired on the
1: spot. Let's go. Listen,
3: we were gonna choose Anne Hathaway for this role, but we saw you were in Phantom of the Megaplex as the Honey Girl, and we told her to pack her shit.
1: Okay, but Anxiety Girl, she was kind of all I remember from this film. Let me tell you, if
3: I'm the saying go watch this, uh, go watch this movie so that you can um, fully understand what it was like setting up a bombs away live show. Yes,
0: <laughs> exactly
2: what it is. Oh man.
3: It's like a theater ran by children and us all like running around <laughs> trying to figure out what was going on.
2: By like minors too. Like, yes. It's like,
1: okay, so. The Coalition for Asian American uh, Immigrants is using this theater right now, but we have 15 minutes after they're done to set up our next thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um.
3: You guys aren't gonna want to go into the theater right now because a, an art film is playing right now. You know, one of those art films, <laughs> and I don't think you want to see what's happening on the screen. You like go in there and there's like three people <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> we're like moving shit around. Yes, that is what this movie was. It, it was like I, I was having war flashbacks the entire time I was watching
2: it. That's so true.
3: Those, um, where those? Where do? Who took the couches? Where's the where's the coverage <laughs> for the couches? Oh, it's the Phantom. See this is uh, this is again like another like a bombs away look back story that we were I believe we were all there for. But do you guys oh, remember when we bought that remote controlled shark that got That's my favorite <laughs> story. <laughs> the conditioning vent? That's for the story. For
0: oh, those of man. you who
3: may have been at the uh, Deep Blue Sea live show
1: This was the we... first live show that you did, right? Uh, right before it was
3: uh, Demolition Man, I believe. Okay, this was so the first, first like, the second. massive
1: interaction yeah. live show.
0: Yeah. So
3: um, we had spent like 30 bucks on this like inflatable remote controlled like shark that would like swim around the audience. <laughs> and it wasn't flying high enough, kind of had to like shove it up. And I threw it too hard and it got sucked into the air conditioning vent at the Frida. It's probably still there. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all really stressed out and like really mad. And then no. the shark was just like
1: and it, was it,
0: just, and it just
1: <laughs> it definitely like cracked the tension because there was a lot of anger. But then, there was a lot there this- was
3: Hold on. Tension and anger setting up a bombs away live show. Get out of town.
1: Oh. oh, man. That was also never mind. That's I was like, that was also when I got shot on for no reason. But other than being myself,
3: I think that was the one where you were really drunk for it. If
1: I remember correctly, That's every live show,
2: <laughs> every live show, you'd show up with a box of wine.
3: I wanted to blackout. It, it, it was uh, nice. you and Carly, man, You're fucking pounding back wine. This isn't a Phantom of the Mega
1: No, but the, so the shark, we got it up there and it was like, it was a good 10 minutes of it just going like, (laughs) against the the, like air conditioned, like induction or whatever, but we managed (laughs) to get it down somehow. And then we noticed that the top fin had been, like, ripped That's right. off and sucked away. <laughs>
3: so it wouldn't it was work gone. anymore. <laughs> it was and gone. then I went like this. The Phantom of the Megaplex strikes again! <laughs> I hate that
1: child. I want to punch him.
3: That kid is in Small Soldiers. He's Kirsten Dunst's little brother. I love that movie so that much. That movie's so fucking good. Yeah, do you know who the director of it is? I, joe dante Whedon, the guy who made gremlins so <gasps> it's literally oh, like the same
2: thing that they have a, small soldiers versus gremlins
1: all oh of my childhood God. and like a young adult life i was like maybe we'll get a small soldiers too i would love Never it happened. that would be amazing but that's literally i love love that movie that's one where we cover it but all we do is praise it Anywho, it's, but this it's, movie it's, is not like that. Let me that. tell you, do you so, know
3: why? Do you know why we're not I'm not stressed about the timing of Phantom of the Megaplex? Because the last two films we watched made this movie look like a shining beacon in the oh my gosh! This, this movie is, so is good. fun. It's so yeah. good.
2: Go watch um, it. It's amazing.
1: It, it's got good beats. I think the scene breakdowns are pretty decent. You do have a lot of annoying characters, but the the quality you can tell that between 1999 and it's literally it, it was like a, less year than a year and six months from the 13th year's premiere is when this came out, and yeah. you can tell in that year and a half they like cranked the dial up, not a ton, but enough to notice like a good difference in quality. So
3: this one is about um, Pete Riley, who is an assistant manager at a local 26. 26- Screen megaplex, not possible, Uh, not possible. That's like a 17 years old, not possible. Mm. But uh, there's all these stories about when the original theater got demolished, someone got stuck inside of it. There's a phantom, they're really actually just playing up on the whole um, don't say Macbeth in a theater thing. Yeah, it's like anytime something goes wrong, it's because somebody said it backstage.
1: It's don't say Macbeth if the theater hasn't performed Macbeth that's yes. the
3: trick yes so um i used to, you know i was in theater in high school and i used
1: to say it all the time every
3: every time we were to gonna it just do to hope a,
1: that we were gonna fail
3: yeah right before <laughs> we would go on stage i'd be like all right everyone <laughs> make <nice>. best <laughs> like go out <laughs> um but yeah uh so it's about this this movie theater there's all these characters mickey rooney plays a guy named movie mason who is a mentally handicapped old man who stays in the theater (laughs) and like works there for free because he loves movies um i hate this man
1: yeah this character is i'm just trying to tell them about the joys of a different movie than the one they're trying to see is bad and Uh, i think they shouldn't go see it and it's like shut up (laughs) It's like, shut up and be a guest on Bombs Away, asshole. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> kind of reminds me of someone we know. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Round two.
3: <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so they're going to have a huge uh, movie premiere for a movie called Midnight Mayhem that night. Really, the Which whole story... Which looks Looks like a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, it just... The whole movie is just about uh, Pete basically trying to make sure that the theater is like operating at full capacity like it should be there's a bunch of stuff going wrong all throughout the night and they i think find this out... is where
1: it thrives
3: yes yeah. in the mayhem the
1: the the like there's what like a um a, a, a king there's... kong ripoff where somehow the giant inflatable ape from the top no, that's of the for morning.
3: the midnight mayhem yeah, yeah. there's yeah. like yeah. a, well, there's a, a, twister a fan for yeah
2: yeah so there's like, like a fan in the twister movie so... Basically, what around. they
3: say is anything that the movie titles have to do with, it's happening to the theater. So there's a movie called Glimpses of oh, Alice, yes. and it starts getting out of focus, which, okay, that is a deep cut for Disney to put in their movie because Glimpses of Alice is showing clips from, um, oh my God, I, I just had it, and I lost it. Oh,
2: That's what I was going to say. Give, mm-hmm. me
3: a, give me a bumper here. Glimpses of Alice is actually scenes from alice sweet alice which is a really good horror film from 1976 it is it is like a proto slasher it's super good so that's that why it was oh
2: never mind it was all blurred out i was like why is it blurred out Yeah, because
3: it's a horror movie oh it's actually called glimpses of genevieve not glimpses of alice but um what's happening in it is it keeps going out of focus and pulling you're seeing glimpses of genevieve there's another movie called like Blackout or some shit like that, where the lights keep turning on and off. Um, and then there's a tornado movie where a fan turns on and starts blowing everyone around. So they're just hitting with the
2: like hurricane force too. It was yeah, like- I
3: don't know how that fan is doing that <laughs> at yeah. all. But um, yeah, they're they're all just kind of uh, like everyone's getting hit with the same things from like the movie that they're watching, and that's where this movie thrives. Also again to tie this into there's a dead dad in this movie but to tie it in even further I don't know if you guys heard this but towards the end of the movie they're naming guests that have showed up to this premiere did you hear the two guests that they say are there uh, uh Harvey
1: Weinstein.
2: Uh, Oh I want to <laughs> say yes but I don't remember what they were they they're... say
3: oh my god is that LeVar Burton and Katie Segal yes. <laughs> I was like, "No, you fucking didn't." <laughs> that worked out so well for us. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "No way!" Did that just happen?
2: I remember the Levar Burton one.
3: Yeah, and they say Katie Sagal and Levar Burton. I was like, "Oh, fuck you!" So Dang.
2: The DComs and CU. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> the D the DCU or DCCU, oh, no. <laughs> Disney Channel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Years. Um. Yeah. So there's another character who is important um, because he the movie Mason is initially you're supposed to think that he is the phantom but it's like no, it's very clearly this Sean McGibbon guy who was just passed up for a a promotion this is the worst episode of Scooby-Doo I've ever seen (laughs) in my life Um, yeah he is the assistant manager or senior manager of the theater but he's not selected to be general manager and he's disgruntled so he is the phantom of the Megaplex. He is the one who's trying to sabotage this thing. And were you guys surprised at how light of a punishment he received? At the oh, end yeah. Of this movie? A movie?
2: Yeah, yeah he they're going to make a movie
3: about him. Yeah. And also the manager is just like, and you know what? You're fired. It's like, no, this guy like tried to kill people. I think I think he was going to set the theater on fire after trapping them inside of it yeah. with that
1: giant Godzilla thing um like towering inferno was the next one i was gonna hit <laughs> <laughs> it's a great
2: movie gravity yeah. was the next one too
0: <laughs> just,
2: just crush everyone
0: That's now just armageddon
2: up <laughs> armageddon
3: <laughs> yeah so um honestly i don't have much to say about this movie because it's just fun it's, it was it's just a good time yeah. and it's it's yeah. this the story literally is just like ping, 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 ping. Because there's three separate stories happening at once. And they're all like colliding in different ways so that they can't mesh together. And it's done semi well. Um, Riley, Pete has to take his his brother and sister to the movies. His brothers and sister are supposed to go see this like Farmer. Farmer Brown, Brown goes, to goes to town. To town oh God, which goes everything to that's town. happening on the screen in Farmer Brown goes to town is happening in the real, like, in the thing of everything. When she is... Oh, I didn't even notice sister, that. Yeah, his sister is leaving to go watch a horror movie that she was told she's not allowed to go see. When and she Farmer leaves... Brown's leaving. Yes. Farmer Brown's like, now stay here and don't leave this car. And then she leaves and goes see some, her movie. When she comes back to check on him, the movie's showing, and Farmer Brown's like, uh, her brother has left now. And Farmer Brown's like, I told her to stay in the car! This <laughs> <laughs> is like... This movie is clever. It's fun. Um, but the brother and sister are all separated in the theater. Pete is running around. Meanwhile, his mom and her boyfriend are on a date and they're running around and no one can link together. It's pure chaos. It's a lot of fun. Um, the little cast of characters of each like little like, you know, each drop
1: random teen.
3: Yeah. Or like person that works at the theater. And again, that whole thing of like, Damn this was really what it was like setting up a live show at the yeah. Frida because each one of those people exists in that situation. Um, my favorite guy is the guy who always asks questions. Question mark. God. I don't know. I really love anxiety. anxiety girl. Nuts. Oh, the girl was like, I heard about a, t- a group of teenagers who didn't get to take their lunches and they died. Scary <laughs> so Terry. Like, yeah. Scary, scary Terry. <laughs>
0: She's
3: great. Um, there's another one that, Oh, there's a really funny, line in this where i was like man if this was my workplace i would beat the shit out of pete where they're told they're not getting breaks that night and oh. this guy's like that violates our union contract and he's like hey not the time it's like nah, fuck you pete i'm beating <laughs> yeah, the shit out of you yeah. you
1: fucking scab
3: no, you they're,
2: they're breaking the law
3: yeah they're- that kid's literally like this is the breaking the law and pete's like come on dude come here
1: if you're under 18
2: unions don't protect you
1: uh, if you're under 18, which OSHA okay, doesn't know. <laughs>
3: know.
1: I'm just talking shit.
2: And hey, like, we'll OSHA, just do an end clock, and we'll be all good, right? If I
1: told that to an under 18 year old. They'd be like, "Yeah, he's right." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to lie to kids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The only part of this movie that I hate is that it has such a sappy ending, which is it's been talked about that the mom and the boyfriend are going to get engaged. And they're like, all oh, this ending needs is a four star, like four star ending. And he proposes. But there is one thing I wanted to talk about at length, which is. Holy shit, is Mickey Rooney's monologue in this movie beautiful and so misplaced? It is in the wrong movie.
2: <gasps> which one? When he's
3: talking about like the, the beauty of movies and like how beautiful it is to see a film and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, Hey dude, wrong movie. This is a great (laughs) monologue, but like wrong movie. They're not going to let you host the Oscars like that. (laughs) It's just so beautiful, but it was like, this is a weird place. Yeah. We need that speech now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do it in front of every screening at an AMC right now for (laughs) Kong versus Godzilla. (laughs) But yeah. Um, i i just liked this one do you guys have anything to add i i loved it no my favorite there's something thing. i
1: forgot about smart house but we'll talk you about can say later. it um the <laughs> dad kisses the daughter on the lips in smart House. oh, yes. oh she's not related
3: <laughs> and even no. though it's
1: acting it's very like ew yeah, yeah i actually
3: think even if you're not acting kissing your children on the lips right? is very gross to yeah. Oh, Brady. yeah 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 <laughs> um so do would you, would you like to change your rating from a from a dumpster out back to a to a staff pick after that kiss on the lips for a yeah. smart house
1: yeah 100
3: no yeah um i'm gonna give this one a staff pick uh, i think it warrants going back and watching it it's a lot of fun um yeah i really don't I, I know it's like it sounds so funny that we like rushed this one but i really don't have much to say about this movie because it was just a fun watch
2: yeah yeah totally agree staff pick all the way it's fun it's exciting it's just and it's just got a nice setting to it and you know kind of nostalgic theater vibe of a bunch of teenagers and stuff like that and exactly bombsway live if you were there <laughs> if you were there watching those watch this movie and you'll get a glimpse of what it was like backstage there's a couple people who listen
3: who have helped us with their with setting up shows um specifically like good friend of the show ashley um so i'm like i wonder if she'll be like oh yeah yeah that's what it's <laughs> that, shit i need to watch this movie now because it's just it's such a um a relatable experience for for us i just i couldn't stop thinking about it the entire time so yeah i'm giving this a staff pick all the way Jared. um don't you dare okay listen before Jarrett gives any kind of like snarky remark Peyton can back me up on this Jarrett watched this like on his own before we yeah, even yeah. he's like, he, Oh, he I like, really watched
2: watch that one. It's... Yeah, he's
3: like, I've watched it like ten times in the past week. <laughs>
1: I, I fall asleep to it. No, honestly, when <laughs> I said that, I think the last time I watched it was in fall 2019. But I was like, yeah, I'll still know it. Like <laughs> that's how <so> much <laughs> I have seen it, where it's like a year and a half makes no wait, no shit. Yeah, a year and a half. A year and a half, yeah. I mean um, twenty
3: twenty doesn't count, so it really yeah. was like six months ago. Yeah,
1: right. Um but I know it enough because I know I've seen it multiple times in my adult life and it's it warrants staff pick but I know myself and watching it that a lot of minor things really piss me off um so I could easily go with bargain bin but I mmm. God, you're in a real moral pickle. I am because I want to say like bargain bin is the only reason you should spend money on this movie, but because it's like streaming on Disney Plus, and like you said, everyone really has that or everyone has access to it. I'm saying
3: I'm saying more like bargain bin would be for this one specifically. Would be like I mean don't don't seek it out. Uh, But I'm saying staff pick. I would be like watch it honestly. If if you got a free afternoon.
2: And you're yeah. looking for something to watch for an hour and a half. Just like a-
3: any of these movies we talked about today, I would not say spend money on them. Yeah. You don't spend Definitely. money on watching them. But because really? they're all on Disney Plus, it kind of skews the ratings a little bit, even though we That's gave true. a dumpster out back. <laughs> <to> <laughs> Most them. Of them. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, I would go with staff pick on this. It's 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 good fun. And it really like as much as I wanted to punch Mickey Rooney in the face, he's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> So. and i'm saying like if you have kids
3: this this movie is a teens. great introduction to like like scary movies for a kid yeah i think this is a perfect movie that to watch with a kid so that they can get oh, yeah. you know comfortable with watching something that's a little scary and you yeah. don't have
2: to deal with heavy topics like puberty or death yeah or jesus divorce. christ
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man it's beautiful just... <laughs> I think uh, we
1: should do this again and add in "Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire." That movie is didn't scary. Do as
3: that fuck. one? No, we've never done it. But that movie I is really scary. Movie. I want to do. Didn't Bumps Away Disney...
2: do a Facebook Live thing with that movie? Th- Pretty Dog, sure was...
3: I don't know if we did. <laughs> I, I I would be surprised. I
1: wasn't there for it. If we did,
2: I remember no, watching it. thinking
3: movie. of. You are thinking of, um, Mom's Got a Date with a Werewolf, that we did. Um, last oh. year yes we did show that facebook live no mom's got a date with a vampire is really scary i, I remember watching it's it as so a kid good. and being like
1: ah! it's so good
3: no but on that topic um i do want to do this disney channel original movie bargain bonanza you know i, I want to do it at least every year yeah. um because i think it's just it's so much fun that's so nostalgic
1: um it was good I, seeing these again because it also was like it had that good aspect of like in that time i know i was wowed But knowing what I know now, it changes things. But it's still good to touch back on that, to harken back to a different time.
3: Yeah. Now, to talk about something harkening back to a different time, I'm telling you guys right now, set your calendars. May 10th is fight night. Because that's when the next episode comes out. And I'm going to fight feverishly for our next film that we're going to be covering. Because Mm -hmm. I love... Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and that is going to be our next episode in two weeks. So um, I'm super
1: gay for Kate Blanchett. So <laughs>
2: oh, she God, is
3: good in it. Yes, I'm right yes. there with you. Hey, honestly. I'm right there with
2: you up until like the last. Yeah, that I know, last groom,
0: shut the fuck up! I hate
3: you guys. Um, but yes, join us in two weeks for Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, an episode that we have tried to record like five times. I don't know how it just keeps not happening, but I'm so excited. Again, thank you guys so much for...
1: What? It's see-through.
2: It is a crystal.
3: You fucker. (laughs) I hate
2: you.
3: (laughs) Well, thank God the episode's finally funny with that comment. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I'd give that car that comment a uh, dumpster bout back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for supporting us. I hope you guys liked this format of Bargain Bonanza. Um, I, like I said, every four episodes is going to be one of these ones. Should I say what the next one is going to be? You kind of alluded to it yeah. earlier. I won't say what movies it is because they may change. We'll do a little but, teaser. Um, the next uh bargain bonanza I is going to be yeah that's the next oh, one that actually. is the next one. okay that's literally the I, was next like, one. I thought <laughs>
1: i was like i know it's in the docket
3: <laughs> yeah the next one is going to be bad parody oh, movies. and i'm excited because i love three bad parody love bad parody and it sounds like that starving games one has just now
2: made the list
3: <laughs> <laughs> on, <laughs> over games.
0: On, on over games, games. there's I another one there's starving also the starving
3: games yeah we're going to have to watch hungover games first. Cause what if it's so bad? I know. <laughs>
1: yes. It, but yes, God, I'm so. Excited. that'll be
3: the next one. Thank you guys again for supporting us through all this. We, we are so happy with the reception of the show and everything like that. And, um, we, you know, love you guys. We're glad mm-hmm. to be back. Yeah. If this was storehouse, I would give you a kiss on the lips. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. <laughs> and, uh, that's it for us here at bombs away. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>